It's that time the Betting Predators Podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the one and only Uncle Dave. You guys can find him on Twitter as well at Dave underscore Essler. You guys can always get us at thebettingpredators.com and on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, guys, here we go. Another Tuesday, another golf podcast. This week, we move to Detroit, Michigan for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. That's when we'll be played at the Detroit Golf Club. Last year's winner of this event was Cam Davis. He returns this year with 27 to 1 odds. This year's favorite to win the event, Patrick Canley, right around 10 to 1. You guys know how we do this. Uncle Dave and I will go ahead. We'll cover our first round leaders, head to heads, make a miss to cut, top 40s through top five. And of course, Uncle Dave and I will give out our winners. I have one quick uh, action item here before we go ahead and get started with the NFL and college football getting closer and closer. Uh, Uncle Dave and I have decided to kind of shift away from the golf podcast after the tour championship, which right now is set for the last weekend in August. So uh, after this pod, we'll have four to go, and then that'll pretty much conclude our golf season. And then uh, you know, we'll probably pick up again, you know, after the Super Bowl is decided. So that doesn't mean that we won't have any golf content on Twitter or you know, maybe an occasional pod. You know, maybe we, we do something for like the Ryder Cup or or something like that on a slow week. You know, maybe when we get to like NFL playoff time or something like that. But no main focus right now is football, and uh, I'll announce you know what our football podcast schedule for the NFL and college football is going to look like here uh, rather shortly. But with that out of the way, uh, last week their Uncle Dave, Tony Fee, now the favorite, gets to win there at the 3M Open. Now, to be quite honest, I sucked last week. No other way to put it. You know, I'm just kind of here to face the music. I don't think I even had a winning wager last week, so that kind of hurts our overall units for the year. But as you guys know, you know Uncle Dave and I, we are way, way ahead, so... Um, that really didn't hurt that much. But, Uncle Dave, we had some winners. But, Uncle Dave, you had some winners for us last week. What you end up with? A couple tickets that you cashed. Yeah, I had a few. I think I hit two of my three head-to-heads, and Cameron Champ snuck in there. I might have been able to save face. I had a lot of guys in top 20 that finished, you know, 30 at a 40 that I would have, could have, should have played top 40. But, you know, that's the risk you run week in and week out, my friend. Yeah, I had a couple couple of duds last week so i wasn't too happy but i'm glad you had a couple of winners there uh, but that's how let's go let's get into the rocket mortgage class start out here with our first round leaders uh, uncle dave i'm going to let you go ahead rip a run on these first first round leaders i have three how many are you looking at this week um i got four i want to spread the risk around and this was an interesting one i took patrick rogers at 75 to one and i took him before i saw the tea times and Strangely enough, he has a very early tee time, and he's going off uh, the back nine, which uh, should give him a great leg up because uh, the back nine is going to play a little easier than the front nine, I think. So should get him off to a good start. He's, I think, 83rd in the FedEx Cup. We really want him to get – he wants to get to 75 or better. That's a big deal. Uh, so I took him. I took Webb Simpson at 50-1. to 1. He's right on the cut line for the playoffs, period. I think he's 126, so I think this could be a feast or famine bet. He doesn't lose strokes anywhere, and in his last five events, he's open with a 66 and a 64, um, but he's also missed cuts, so uh, uh, at 50-1, to I'll bite. Um, I took Patrick Cantlay at 16-1. to Classic case of not betting the favorite to win at low odds, either putting him elsewhere or at better odds, or if he does well early, his win odds are going to get worse. Uh, so there'll be even less value. Or if he's in the middle, we can take him Friday uh, at better odds. And lastly, Cam Champ, 65-1. to 1. Um, He's 149th in the FedEx Cup, so 
you know, a top 10 or so uh, would help him immensely. Um, and he is playing with Patrick Cantlay, so I think, and Gary Woodland, so I think that might give him a little extra nudge. Um, but again, this is this is one of those feast or famine guys, and that's why he's 60 to 1, because he's missed five straight cuts until last week. So there's my four that I, I, I had to put somewhere, and fortunately, they all have very good tee times. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give out three there, Uncle Dave, and I was considering four but you took one of the guys that I was considering that I actually left off. So I'm really happy you took Patrick Rogers. Um, he's a good a guy that just, you know, he performs well in the first round. And I might sound like, like a little bit of a broken record, but, you know, we've identified that two golfers, Cam Young and Wyndham Clark, they're very good first round performers. I don't think the field is extremely strong this week. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add those guys to my first round leaders. That's Young and Clark. Young, you can get him at 34 to 1. And Wyndham Clark, you can get him at 60 to 1. And the other one I added here, Uncle Dave, Russell Henley, his first round scoring average right now has him tied at fourth. So I have three golfers right now with Young, Clark, and Henley that are all top 10 in first round scoring. So I'm not going to complicate things with these wagers. It's been working. I think we just keep it very simple. You know, we bet on these first round performers uh, with these guys and, and they've cashed tickets. So I think we've identified at least, you know, how to do these and, and where the value is at. So those are the guys I'm going to take. Cam Young, Wyndham Clark, and Russell Henley is actually at 55-1. to 1. So those are my first-round leaders there, Uncle Dave. Let's jump into some head-to-heads. Let me go ahead and give you this one first. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Siwoo Kim minus 158 over Cameron Champ. And I hope I'm kind of not fading Champ here at the wrong time, but I'll go ahead and I'll lay the chalk here with Siwoo. I took Champ last week to win. Well, after a first round of 75, it looked like, you know, that he was in, in serious jeopardy of missing a cut. But then he caught fire going 68, 67, 67 to finish T16 at the 3M. The bottom line is, for me, he can't be trusted, you know, to go ahead and repeat that performance based off of his past results. He's missed seven out of his last 11 cuts. And Sibu hasn't been exactly great. You know, he's missed three of his last four cuts, but... But he did finish his last tournament with a T15 finish, and, and recently he took a week off. You know, Champ was cut here last year, and Siwoo did make the cut. I don't really think that matters a whole lot because Champ finished here two years ago T12, and Siwoo ended up missing the cut. So I just feel like I have the better golfer right now in Siwoo Kim. Maybe it's a little bit of salt from last week, you know, being that Champ kind of let me down. And I know that's necessarily, you know, not the recipe that we prescribe for winning, but uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Siwoo Kim over Cameron Champ. I just don't like what I see from Cameron Champ right now. I think maybe that, you know, that that particular venue, and that's why I played him to go ahead and win, was just suitable for him. But I don't believe that this place probably is. So Siwoo Kim minus 158 uh, over Cameron Champ. I like it. I don't love it. And let me throw one more at you here, Uncle Dave, that I have on my sheet. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Ricky Fowler at even money over Jason Day. Fowler hasn't done anything eye-popping recently. I think we all know that. But he has made six out of his last seven cuts in day. Um, he's done exactly the same. He's made six out of his last seven cuts. But the finishes for day is is kind of concerning. He's been outside the top 30 in four straight cuts that he's made. So he is flirting with disaster, you know, with the cut line each and every tournament. You know, of the two, I feel like I'm getting the more consistent golfer with Fowler. I am actually pretty convinced of that. You know, out of the two golfers, Fowler has actually made the cut at all three events here. And day has been here twice made once and missed the cut once. So I think overall, Fowler right now looks like the more consistent guy. So uh, it's a head-to-head for me, Ricky Fowler. 
even money over Jason Day. That's what I have for my head-to-heads. How about you there, Uncle Dave? Well, I hope you're only partially right on Cam Champ because I gave him a chance to lead after the first round. So I guess in a perfect world, he goes 65-80 for us both to do well. Um, I got a couple. Uh, I took Max Homa even money over Tony Fina. And lots of people I know and have respect for like Max this week. And he might well win, actually. But, you know, Fina won last week, and I just can't see that momentum being sustained. And I took Denny McCarthy minus 120 over Adam Hadwin. You know, Denny hasn't played since the John Deere where he shot, like, two sixty sixes and a 65, finished sixth. But he hasn't had around over 73 since May. Uh, both of these guys, you can almost lay their, their shots gain stats on top of each other. But, you know, Denny's the putter extraordinaire. And the fact that he's even favored over Hadwin, who's the guy with more or less the bigger name, tells me what to bet here, Sleepy. All right, well, that'll round out our head-to-heads. Let's jump over to some make and miss the cuts. Uncle Dave, not sure if you have any of these. I have one. What do you got? I got one, um, and I'm, I'm going to pound my chest last week for Benton Figala at plus 200 to miss the cut. Uh, I know I know some people gasped, but that was a good bet. Um, this week, I'm going to lay a little chalk. I like Chris Kirk, minus 240, to make the cut. He made six straight cuts. The only two he's missed since April were the Mexican Open and the Heritage. And those are actually two reasonably similar courses. Uh, and this Detroit course, North, is not one of them. Uh, this course is much longer. So I, I like Chris Kirk this week, and I bet him to make the cut at minus 240. All right. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play Harris English there, Uncle Dave, to go ahead and miss the cut. Uh, talk about a guy who is just crashing, you know, from where he was at last season. Now, he hasn't golfed a round in the 60s in seven straight rounds. He was cut the last time he was out at the Open Championship, and he has literally one good finish dating all the way back to January. Now, he did have surgery on his hip, and that was something that caused him a lot of trouble. It was causing him a lot of pain. So he did take time off, you know, from January, but he's he's clearly not 100%. He's ranked 194th in the FedEx Cup. And I think with the season winding down, there's no pressure on him to go out there and do anything to, you know, try to do anything except really just get his game back on track. And I don't believe that that even involves, you know, making a cut. I believe it's more of just, let's hey, let's get ready for next season and go out to this venue and, and, and be cool. And he's only been at this venue once over the last three years. And he finished, I think it was 55th or 60th. He was really high. He almost missed the cut there. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to fade Harris English. He's just not 100% right now, and he, he's just not obviously not golfing his best. So uh, I believe he'll be back strong next season. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I believe that was at plus 105 or minus 105 on DraftKings or Fando. I know I know there wasn't a lot of juice attached to that. So uh, that's what I'll give out for my make and miss the cuts. Uh, top 40s through top fives. I know you usually have a couple of these there, Uncle Dave. Let me go first. I have a quick one here. Uh, top 40, Matt Kuchar, even money. Kucher has been way under the radar this season, but he's made eight straight cuts and he hasn't finished in the 50s or worse since March. So his game is, is good enough right now to certainly go ahead and make the cut. I believe he'll at least finish in the 40s somewhere. So I believe I have a really good chance to go ahead and cash this ticket. He did take two weeks off. I think that that's a good thing for him because I've went through and I looked at his recent tournament history log. And when he takes two weeks off, he generally comes in and plays rather well. I think the only thing that gives me pause is that he's never been here before. But the fact that he took two weeks off and he's going to a venue that he hasn't played at 
tells me at least that he's very confident, you know, in his game right now. So I think certainly Matt Kuchar, top 40. I'm going to go ahead and do that there, Uncle Dave, uh, at even money. You got any top 40s through top fives? You know I do, Sleepy. Um, that's 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 Moneyball for me. Um, I took Willie Z, top five, plus 330. I might be that guy that didn't take him to win when he does because, you know, behind Cantlay, I think he's the highest-ranked golfer in the field. Um, but he hasn't won yet, and he just has a slew of seconds and thirds, so I would rather bet him there. I took Davis Riley again, top 20, plus 170. I think people forgot about him this week after uh, tons of people, including me, were on him last week when he missed the cut. I mean, he can win. Uh, he's actually 24th in the FedEx standings without a win. So let's just not ignore or forget about his streak of six straight 13ths or better. Um, Colin Tarrant, top 20 plus 400. That was one of my my uh, my, my no-names that started doing pretty well uh, last week. I took him first-round leader, and uh, he was not, but he ended up shooting a 63 on Friday, which sucks for us. But he finished seventh, and he, his game reminds me of a cheaper Patrick Rogers. He can hit the ball a long way but he's not the most accurate off the tee. But I still don't think the market's caught up with him yet because you can still get him 130 to 1 to win. Uh, but he's also just one spot out of the playoffs at the moment, which in and of itself is enough motivation to get the guaranteed tour card for next year. So I think he does well. Uh, Cam Davis, obviously you talked about him. He's the defending champion. Um, I think this is rare air for him. Um, so I can't take him any higher because – you know, he's going to have to do the media thing and all that, being the defending champ. Um, that said, he's inconsistent, which you, you mentioned. Um, we saw that at the final round last week where he finished two under with two bogeys, a double, and six birdies, which means he only parred nine holes. But I think he does well enough to sneak into the top 20. Um, Kevin Kisner, top 20 plus 170. Uh, a lot of people that I respect their opinion have him on their cards this week. Um, it's not an awful bet at all. Uh, but I'd like him to do well because he's actually 32nd in the FedEx standings. And being inside the top 30 is a big deal. Uh, and, again, Chesson Hadley did me well last week. I'm going to do him again. Uh, top 40 plus 170 because he's just outside looking in as well. And he cashed for us last week, so I'm staying on that horse as well, Sleepy. All right, I like your motivation angles there with some of those guys there, Uncle Dave, to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and squeeze their way into the FedEx Cup there. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and jump into our winners there, Uncle Dave. And I have one here that I think that you might actually have in your card. And then I have one that I didn't want to be the guy who who was sitting here with a bunch of tickets and and this guy comes in. So um, let me start with Max Holm at 22 to 1. He's been rock solid all year long. But there is something with his game right now that that might be a little bit of a concern. But I actually think it's a good thing. And that's because he's coming off of a cut. I think that motivates him here. He hasn't been cut in 14 straight events, and you got to go all the way back to January the last time that he was cut. He made eight top 20 finishes since then. He also has a win and a top five. So his game actually has just never been better. He's 11th right now in the FedEx Cup. I believe he's like 20th in the world golf rankings. I really think that that miscut at the Open Championship has him motivated, and he did take the week off. So I think all the stars are aligned right here for Homa to go ahead and get his second win of the season this year uh, at 22 to one. And he's been here twice and his last trip here was a top 25. And again, this, this field really doesn't scare me. He very well could be the favorite on the odds board. And I don't think we would, 
you know, question that. I think we would look at it and say, okay, you know, Max Holmes is the favorite this week. No big deal. So I believe that the 22 to one actually is giving me some value because that's exactly what I thought. And here's my other one there, Uncle Dave. 60 to one, Troy Merritt. Two solid finishes here, two trips, a second and an eighth. That's not because of luck. There's something with those two finishes for a guy like Merritt. Uh, he's been really active, and this guy is kind of the perfect guy to go out there and just bust up everybody's winning tickets for this event. So I'm not going to let that happen to me. I'm going to go ahead and make a nice little pizza bet here on Troy Merritt uh, right now at 60 to 1. So those are my winners there, Uncle Dave. Home at 22 to 1, Troy Merritt at 60 to 1. What do you got? Well, I know you know I like Homa. I, I wanted to put him there too, so I'm, I'm or somewhere other than in a head-to-head. So I'm glad you did, um, and I'm glad you took Troy Merritt because he was somebody that I kept looking at, looking at. Not yes, maybe so. So I'm glad you threw him out there. Um, I got a few guys here that I think uh, one of them's going to win. I feel really good. Um, Cam Young, eighteen to one. You know, and, and here I am asking someone to do something they haven't done yet. However. He doesn't have a win, yet he's 13th in this FedEx standings with six top tens and three second-place finishes. I think he's the fourth-ranked golfer in this tournament, and I think being the fourth-ranked golfer, 18-1 is a bit high. He's a well-above-average putter. He's actually second in shots gained off the tee, and, you know, this kid was uh, cut at the U.S. Open, cut at the Scottish Open, but, you know, remember, he's only 25, and in four events since the Masters, uh, he's finished third or better, uh, and two of those were majors, so 18-1, to one, uh, I'll bite. Um, Keegan Bradley, 35-1, uh, to one, I think, uh, again, it's a bit much for a guy that's 16th in shots gained on tour uh, in, in any event, really, let alone one where he's actually the eighth-ranked uh, player in the tournament. He's also 30th on the FedEx standings, and he does not want to go backwards because, as I said earlier, 30th is the cutoff for the tour championship. Um, and the fact that he was 14th here last year does not hurt. Lastly, Chris Kirk. You know, this guy's so under the radar right now at 40-1. to 1, And he made the cut at the British Open. He was 7th at the Canadian Open, 5th at the PGA. He was T12 here last year. Uh, and on tour, he's 18th in shots gained total. So, you know, interestingly enough, he's the 57th ranked golfer in the world. As I'm kind of kind of repeating myself with the same trend here, but... You know, there's only nine of the top 50 in the field, so this price is insane. You know, he's got four tour wins, so there's one where I'm not asking him to do something he hasn't already done. So Cam Young, Chris Kirk, or Keegan Bradley will win this tournament. All right, Uncle Dave, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say we are for sure going to hit a big ticket this week, but I actually think that there's a strong possibility that we pick the first-round leader right and we picked the winner right. I did strongly consider Keegan Bradley. The only thing that threw me off him was his last two tournaments. I don't believe he shot out of the 70s, and that kind of scared me off him. And you know how much you know, I like him and how much I've been playing him. But he did scare me a little bit, so I'm glad you have him on there. It seems like you and I were filling in the holes where you know, maybe I wanted to take a guy here or take a guy there, and, and you ended up taking him. So. I feel really comfortable. Like the, the fact that your card looks the way it does and the fact that my card looks the way it does, they kind of just line up and meet in the middle, and I think we're going to end up with a really good week. So hopefully we do that. Hopefully we go ahead and cash some tickets for you guys. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, at SleepyJ underscore pregame, at Dave underscore Esler. You guys can always get us at thebettingpredators.com and on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck. Enjoy the games.